summary of the Sikha. And this week's parsha talks about at the end of the parsha that Miriam was uh, quarantined from the outside the camp because she became a Metzayra. And the people did not the the people did not travel until Miriam was re brought back into the Machna. So they waited seven days for her. Rashi says the peop- he quotes from the Pasuk Nasa, the people did not travel and he explains this is an honor that was given to her accorded to her by Hashem because of the one period of time the one moment that she waited for Moshe when he was thrown into the river when his mother put him into the river to save him from the Egyptians as it says in the Pasuk and his sister stood at a distance etc what is Rashi trying to explain over here it seems very uh, quite uh, clear. They waited for Miriam. She came back in. They traveled on. Rash, so the Mepharshim say that since it says right after that that Miriam, that after she was brought back in, the people traveled on. So then it becomes clear that she, they waited until she traveled, until uh, she came back in before they traveled. So why does the Torah have to say and the people did not travel until she came back in? because he's trying to make that point that they gave her the honor of that Hashem gave her the honor of waiting for her they waited for her it's not just that it happened to me that as, uh, right after that happened she came back in that's when they traveled but still we have to understand the Pasuk says the people did not travel so why does Rashi say that it's an honor that Hashem gave her it seems that it came from the people the way the Pasuk puts it especially that that's how the Mishnah puts it that the Yidden waited for her. Which, um, on, it would seem that the answer to that could be pretty clear, because who decided when the Yidden should travel? It was all based on the cloud that was, that was suspended over the Mishkan. When that moved forward, they knew it's time to travel. When that came to a stop wherever it decided, that's when they stopped, and that's where they set up camp again. So therefore, obviously, it wasn't the Yidin that made these decisions. This was all based on Hashem instructing the cloud to move or to stop. So it must be. That's why Rashi says it was by Hashem's decision. But obviously, clearly, the Mishnah knows that too. So why does the Mishnah say that it was the Yidin? Because they also wanted to wait. They had the feeling that they wanted to wait first. So then the question becomes, why does Rashi make a point of saying that Hashem was the one that gave her the honor as if the Yidin didn't want to give her the honor but that's very difficult to say why would Rashi make that distinction to say that they did not want to give her the honor that's clearly not what happened so we have to understand why is it that the Mishnah attributes it to the Yidin and the Pos and Rashi says that it's Hamakim that it was Hashem that gave her this honor we also have to understand why does Rashi add when he was thrown into the river she waited for him when he was thrown into the river what's the difference what happened there and why she waited the point is that she waited for him also why does Rashi uh, add the word she, his sister stood from afar why does he have to say from afar his sister stood there that's the point that he's trying to make why add the word from afar and not only that he even adds the goimer that there is more that needs to be uh, read in order we have to look at the rest of the Pasuk to understand more about it what is it over there that we need to know in order to explain that his sister waited in so in order to understand all this we have to understand what does it mean she was given the honor that they waited for her as if to say that if they had traveled on without her that would have been not showing her honor 
but they waited for her so they showed honor it's about honor imagine if they had if Miriam was locked outside the community she was expelled from the community and then they travel on without her and she gets stuck in the desert all on her own that's not a question of honor that's a question of her life would be in danger so they didn't wait for her in order to show honor they waited for her in order to save her life that she shouldn't be stuck in the desert all alone so to understand this when Hashem said that Miriam she should be isolated outside the camp for seven days and then she should be brought back in that sounds it seems that what Hashem is saying her being isolated outside the the camp for seven days is what will allow her to be brought back into the Machna which means the being isolated outside the Machna is a part of the cleansing process you can't get to cleansing from a tzaras unless you go through that as isolation period. That's a necessary component of reaching tahar, of reaching uh, purity. But what, is it, what does machna mean? Machna means the encampment. You have to have an encampment from which she should be isolated. She should be sent out of that encampment only when there is an encampment can she be sent out of the encampment but what would happen if she became a Metzayda the people, it's time to move on so they all start traveling there is no encampment anymore her isolation period cannot be um, accomplished at a time when there is no encampment because she can't be expelled from the encampment so what would happen to her? Of course she would travel along with them. They're not going to leave her behind in the desert to fend for herself. Of course she would travel along. But she would not be able to come to the state of Tara as long as she doesn't go through those seven days of being isolated from the camp. So therefore, in what would happen if they would have traveled immediately? She would have to travel along with them always constantly in a state of tzaras because she can't reach her purity as long as she's not locked out, uh, she's not expelled from the camp so sh- they would have to travel who knows how long they would travel three days, five days, a month I, we don't know and then would start the seven days once they set up camp again would start the seven days therefore Hashem did her the favor that he made everybody wait and that the camp remained and she was had the opportunity to be isolated from the camp immediately and therefore immediately seven days later to be brought back into the camp and now we can travel because the episode, the event is over Miriam is over the problem had they not done that, had they traveled it would have dragged out the experience for Miriam for much longer and that's an honor, that's not about Pekoch Nefesh, it was about speeding up her cleansing process the Rebbe also says over here there's a, uh, we can learn from this Rashi because uh, um, an interesting perspective of halacha. There is a question that is posed about a Mitzayra. You could look at it two ways. It says, He shall be isolated outside the Machna. The question is, does he, is the, what's the important point? That it should be isolated or that it should be outside the camp? What would be the difference? if there is no camp there is no situation where there is a camp from which he has to be expelled like by Miriam has he fulfilled the condition of 
he has to be outside the camp. There is no camp from which to send him out, as we said by Miriam. Or is not that the, that's not the important issue. The important issue is he has to be isolated. It doesn't matter that there is no camp, as long as he's isolated. From this Rashi, we see that it is important, a part of reaching the state of Tara, reconnecting to the state of Tara, is you have to be expelled from the camp. There has to be a camp from which you should be expelled. Only then could you come to Tara, and therefore that would have implications even in today's day and age, because today Yerushalayim is destroyed. It, it, according to many opinions, there is no state of holiness, at least not the kind of holiness that is needed in order to establish it as the holy city of Yerushalayim, the camp from which you have to be expelled. So if a Metzorah became a Metzorah today, he could never reach purity because there is no camp from which to expel him. So Rashi seems to favor the, from the way he explains Miriam's situation, it seems that he favors that there has to be a, an isolation from the camp, not just that the Metzorah has to be in isolation. So now to go back to explain the rest of the Rashi. Now that we understand that this was about speeding up the process of Miriam coming back into the camp, being, being cleansed from her state of Tzaraz, we can understand why Rashi attributes it to Hamakim. It's not about who decided that, she sh- that they should stay. That's not what Rashi, that's not what Rashi is, like, that's not what he's explaining. The point is, Hashem took the initiative to make sure that they all stay so that the camp should be there so in order that she should be able to be um, excluded from the camp quickly and then brought back in quickly so that was what Rashi is focusing on Hashem made this decision in order to allow for this honor to be shown to her that it should speed up the process that's all he's saying however one could still ask what's the connection between he says that it was in reward for what she did for Moshe how was this in reward for what she did for Moshe? When she stood by Moshe, it was in order to save his life. A child was in, in the river. She was there to save his life, and she's his sister. And so, for, on the one hand, you could say, she saved his life. That's what you, her reward is. is you show us some honor. On the other hand, she's his sister. She saved his life. What kind of a reward is she expecting for that? Who wouldn't do the same? Any ordinary person would do the same. So how is this in any way a reward for what she did to Moshe? To answer that question, Rashi also quotes the word Meirachik. His sister stood from afar. The point is, even by Moshe she wasn't there to save his life. She couldn't have done anything for him from standing off in the distance. It wasn't about saving his life. What was it about? you want to know what it was about look look at the rest of the story the rest of the story was the daughter of Pare found the baby and the baby was crying she was trying to calm him down she couldn't calm him down so, she, so Miriam came along and she said maybe I'll bring a Jewish woman to nurse, to nurse the baby and that will calm him down and Pare's daughter said yeah excellent idea let's do that and that's what they did what would have happened if Miriam was not there the daughter of Pare would have found a Jewish baby, she recognized it as a Jewish baby, tried to calm him down, brought him to Egyptian nursemaids, he refused to nurse. She would have ultimately came to the idea that maybe there's something about the, the Jewish babies that they need a Jewish mother in order to nurse him. She would have tried that and it would have helped. That's what would have happened. 
what did Miriam accomplish? She speeded up the process. Moshe would have been hungry for who knows how long until Baspari came up with the idea on her own. Miriam speeded up the process. So what she did was she saved Moshe from a prolonged pain and suffering. And that's why the Abishta rewarded her. She was, uh, she was saved from prolonged pain and suffering to be in a state of etzaras. And by, he kept everybody there in order for her process to be speeded up. So it's a perfect midah k'nir Eva then explains to see this from this Rashi to see the inner dimension of what he's saying. There is a difference between the way the Mishnah says it. The Mishnah says that it was about the Yidin having wanting to wait for her. Rashi makes it about Hashem wanting to wait for her. Why the difference? We know that <coughs> everything is in the hands of Hashem he runs everything except for Yerushalayim you're a Yid's fear of Hashem a Yid's decision to do the right thing so the Mishnah says the Yidin had to make the decision that they wanted to wait for her that's something that comes from their, their feeling of doing something kind on behalf of Miriam so the Mishnah attributes it to the Yidin they are the ones that that's in the hands of the Yidin to make the right decision and one could say that once the Yidin made the decision that they want to do the right thing, so then Hashem said, okay, I'm going to make the, the, the clouds wait. That's why He made the clouds wait. Rashi sees it differently. Because when you look at things from the inner dimension, the Ptimius, the true, what is really underlying everything, even a Yid's Yerushalayim also has to be motivated by Hashem a Yid to come to Yerushalayim even though it takes their own, uh, your own effort but Hashem has to motivate you to it it's only that it comes from a level higher than Yidei Shemayim there's a level of Yidei Shemayim and everything comes from there except Yerushalayim but there's a level that transcends that and that's where the motivation comes from Rashi that looks at everything from Pnimi Sinyan and from the core essence and what is the, what's the truth that's underlying everything he sees it as ultimately coming from Hashem. And that's why he said it came from Hashem. Even the fact that the Yidin wanted to wait for her as well. The Mishnah that looks at everything, that's Nigla the Torah. In other words, treats everything in the way it's seen on the surface. And the way we re- relate to things. That's what the Mishnah does. The Mishnah has to deal with things in the reality of how Yidin are going to practice it therefore focuses on the fact that the Yidin had to make that decision because otherwise there would be a problem the question would arise there's no free choice if Hashem is uh, uh, you know, pulling the strings all over but from the Pnimi Yonim, Rashi sees it as being ultimately motivated by Hashem and therefore attributes it to Hashem and the reason that Rashi teaches this lesson in the context of Tzaras is because we know that the Pasuk says V'huva el hakayim. The Mitzayirah has to be brought to the Kayin. And the question is asked, what do you mean it has to be brought? Why doesn't it say, he shall come to the Kayin? Why does somebody have to bring him? The answer is, because a, a Mitzayirah means somebody that has fallen to such a low level that <clears throat> he has to be sent out of the three Machnas. He has descended to such a low spiritual level that he doesn't have the motivation anymore to bring himself to the Kayin something needs to push him, to propel him, to bring him to the Kayan. He's not capable of doing tshuva on his own. It needs Hashem's motivation to bring him to that level of tshuva. 
That's why this is the place where Rashi teaches that, there, that even Yerushalayim is something that has to be motivated by Hashem.